0: This is the I Will Teach You A Language podcast, episode 177. Welcome to the I Will Teach You A Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You A Language podcast. Thanks so much for joining me here. We've been getting a lot of new listeners recently, so if you're new here, then welcome. We talk about language learning here, so whether you're learning your first language, your fifth language, or maybe you haven't even started yet and you're wondering what's the point of learning a language, hopefully this show is going to give you lots of inspiration and food for thought. We have two episodes a week, so don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or wherever else you listen so that you get those episodes delivered straight to your device, I guess, or your computer, whatever you use. We have a fantastic sponsor for the show who are italki. And italki is a place where you can get language teachers. They have teachers from all over the world, professional teachers, who are also extremely affordable. So if you'd like to get a free lesson, then you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. So, today's going to be a solo episode. Someone made a comment recently along the lines of, you know, Ollie, I really like it when you. It's cool when you answer people's questions, but I also quite like it when, just sometimes when you just talk about stuff. <laughs> Which is funny because then the next day someone said to me, you know, Ollie, you just talk too much. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, it's difficult to know what to do. But recently I've been doing a lot of um, answering questions. And so I thought I would take a step back today and talk about a very broad topic, which is very personal to me. And I think very relevant to everybody who listens to the podcast, which is what it means to be a polyglot. You know, I was just having my hair cut earlier on today and, um, I was talking to, uh, Aneta who, who cuts my hair and she was telling me about her son who is, uh, she, so she's Polish. Um, her, the kid's dad is Nigerian. And so the kid is growing up speaking English and Polish at home. And she was telling me about how, you know, he, he speaks pretty good Polish, her, her son. But recently he's been going on um, trips by himself to Poland to stay with his grandparents. And he's been picking up a lot more detail in the language. Because I, as I understand it, Polish is a, quite a complex language grammatically. And he has often, you know, just... Growing up at home, not quite grasped these grammatical concepts as a kid, which is fair enough, he's just a kid. But she's noticed that since he's been spending real time, quality time in Poland, he's been speaking a lot more accurately. And the reason that this kind of w- was interesting to me was because, in, in the kind of world that I inhabit, you know, I grew up as a monolingual, I only spoke English until I was an adult. And so learning languages for me has kind of held a certain fascination. It's something that I really enjoy above and beyond all else. It's just something I like, right? But this conversation with, with Aneta really struck me because it, it made me think that actually languages mean so many different things to different people. For her, the, for her son to grow up speaking Polish is a kind of primal need. You know, Polish is her language. And she knows, although her English is fantastic, she knows that she'll probably never totally master English because it's it's not her native tongue. But she she really wants her son to grow up speaking Polish. It's very different desire to to have this kind of need for your child to grow up speaking a language. To my desire to pick up Thai because I think it would be fun. Right? It's such a very different thing, and it struck me really in this conversation that the, the, there's so much more at stake for this person. You know, the language carries so much more meaning and importance, far more than for me. I'll ever know. I don't know what it's like to grow up with with um, family members or heritage um, in a different language. I have no knowledge of that. I can guess what it's like, but I, I ultimately don't have that that kind of cultural necessity requirement, imperative in my, in, in, in my own life. And now this kid is going to grow up bilingually, at least. He will grow up speaking uh, fluent English and fluent Polish. He may not ever have any desire to learn another language. Who knows? He may, on the other hand, make a bunch of friends here in London from different countries and, and end up wanting to pick up, I don't know, Spanish, Italian, whatever it may be. And yet, here is someone who is going to grow up bilingually—something that many of us would just can only dream of and wish that we had. And yet, he won't think anything of it. He'll grow up speaking two languages, and he'll just think, "Yeah, I speak two languages. So what? Who cares? It's just me. It's just because my mum's Polish. That's why I speak Polish." Then I think of friends of mine who are uh, Italian, who grow up in the north of Italy, and and who have who live in close pro- proximity to uh to spanish French German speakers, and because of their the the way that their parents were and the way they grew up, they speak four or five languages very very well because they just used them all the time as a kid growing up, and then obviously with with English as the kind of lingua franca of the world these days for these people. They will grow up and before they even get to the age I was when I started learning languages, they already speak four or five. It's a very, very common thing. Now you would, you would see a person like that or meet a person like that speaking five languages fluently. And you think, wow, that is really impressive. How am I going to do that? And yet you ask them and they'd just be like, yeah, I, I, I learned them because I went to France when I was a kid and. I learned English at school. Yeah, I didn't really think about it. I just did it. For someone in that situation, yes, they are a polyglot in in the sense of in the true sense of the word, and yet they've probably never thought about it in those terms at all. They've probably never seen it as a, a an accom- a particular accomplishment because it's just something that's normal for them. And yet, for for most of us, to get to the point where we've learnt four or five languages and speak them fluently, that is a major achievement and something that we would rightly be very, very proud of. And yet, isn't it interesting how it would mean a totally different thing to us having learnt these languages as adults through a a desire for self-improvement or self-enrichment or whatever to the person who's just learnt them naturally growing up as a kid, because, well, that's just the way things were. So I was thinking about all of this, and what it means to be a polyglot. And then coming back to the example of, um, of my hairdresser's kid who <laughs> is going to grow up bilingually, but likely won't think anything of it. You may be listening thinking, well, I'm just learning my first foreign language. I know many of you, you have your, your mother tongue and you're learning a second language. It might be English. It might be Korean, uh, whatever it may be. And then the, for you, the thought of learning, say, four or five languages might be rather irrelevant. You might think to yourself, well, what's the point? Yeah, it would be nice, but I don't really need to. I'm just trying to get to grips with with this language, this this first language that I'm learning. And you've probably got a very good reason to do that. Maybe you visited Korea or you did Korean at university and so you've, you really fell in love with the culture and you want to learn that language. You're not thinking about anything else. Maybe you 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 are living in the states in a Spanish-speaking neighborhood, and you want to learn Spanish so you can communicate with other people around. Here's the point: it it the languages mean something totally different to every single person. And I'm kind of becoming more and more aware of this as I have the the kind of the privilege of having this podcast and hearing from you, hearing questions and thoughts and feedbacks and observations and really appreciating that for me in many ways language learning has been just a bit of fun and I've been lucky enough to have a good environment to learn languages in and having friends who can help me do that but for many of you it is an extremely important deep meaningful thing that you you hold in very high regard in your life and you think that you, you really feel that learning a language and mastering a language is a hugely important part of what you want to achieve as a person. So when it comes to this question of what does it mean to be a polyglot, or even the word polyglot itself, it's something that for me, I don't like it at all. I've got to be honest. I I think it's, it's unhelpful in almost every situation. It it's kind of um it can be used to put people on pedestals of different kinds whether or not they deserve it or have worked hard at it or just happen to have these languages as a result of their upbringing but more often than not there is a a more negative consequence i think which is that people use it they will instinctively compare themselves they will think well i only speak one language or i'm i'm struggling with my first foreign language and you know this person over here speaks 20 it is just a very unhelpful concept i think it's it's a uh, yet another label and i think we need less of less we need fewer labels in general in in society and so when all said and done when it comes to this question of what does it mean to be a polyglot my answer is whatever the hell you want it to mean it doesn't mean very much to me personally and the reason is that you know whether you speak one language or 10 languages That's not the point. The point is, how does that language that you learn or those languages that you learn improve and enrich your life? And if you can answer that question and you feel a positive improvement and benefit to your life of learning the language that you're learning, then that is what matters. And, you know, never let anybody else tell you otherwise and never, never, ever let yourself feel in any way less accomplished because the person next to you has learnt more languages than you those are my thoughts for the day all spawned from a random conversation about some kid growing up learning polish but it got it set me thinking so hopefully this will resonate with you on some Level. If you have been enjoying the podcast, would you consider leaving me a review on iTunes? I'd be super grateful and probably buy you a drink if we ever meet in person. Uh, Reviews on iTunes are really helpful because they let other people know about the show. If reviews are coming in, then iTunes promotes the show more and so more people find it. If you'd like to help me out with that, then please go to iTunes, search for the podcast and leave me a review. I'd be extremely grateful. Likewise, if you'd like to ask me a question, for the show, then please go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask, and there's a place where you can do that. Likewise, if you'd like to leave a comment or read along with the transcript of the show, you can do that on the show notes, which you can find at iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 177. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.